MSW Media. Hi, I'm Francis Callier. And I'm Angela V. Shelton. We are Frangela, and welcome to The Final Word! The Final Word with Frangela! The Final Word. 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 Ba-ba-ba! Thank you for subscribing, downloading, and reviewing this podcast on the Sexy Liberal Podcast Network and MSW Media. We truly appreciate it. And speaking of appreciation, we appreciate your support of this Black woman-owned business. Thank you all who are supporters through Patreon, who have ever been, would like to be, even just the wish and want. We just appreciate all of your support. And do you know what you get when you support us through Patreon, Angela? I think I do, Francis. You get three, three, three micro idiots a week. Yes. Yes. Our way of saying thank you for supporting this black woman owned business. And I'm telling you, I'm telling you, you're going to laugh your ass off. There are hundreds. There, it is the best, and I mean the best self care you can give. When I need self care, let me tell you what Francis Callier do. Eleanor Francis Callier does. She walks her happy ass ass on over to the Patreon, and I listen because it's the stories that make you laugh. It is the it is the ridiculousness, and let me tell you something. We get even more fucking crumb. I'm just, I we can't help that. that because it's one story at a time. So we get to do that deep dive mm-hmm. and it may be five minutes. It may be 45. It yeah. does. It, it just, whatever it takes, whatever it takes, what the story requires, we give it. And you can get a specialized video. If you go over to cameo.com, put in Frangela Duo, we can do a specialized video for you. Did you know that? It's amazing. That's mm-hmm. right. You go to Cameo and through that website, we make a video. It can be a happy birthday, happy anniversary. You can give one as a gift or maybe get a pep talk for yourself, whatever you need. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And here's the deal. Also, if you can't support this podcast financially, which we know times are hard, that's why we're asking for you to support this podcast financially. But if you can't, then there are many other ways you can. And the most important way is to get other people to listen to this podcast, to be vocal about it, to talk about it on your social media, to take people's phones when they're not paying attention and have them subscribe to the podcast. Because like people, like like certain people don't even know that podcast app is on their phone. I so you know. can like totally just, just for their phone's edification, if yes. not theirs. We also have a show coming up here. You know what we're doing? It's not just the show. It's not. It's not just the show November 12th at Curious Comedy in Portland. We are recording a brand new comedy <gasps> live album, everybody. What? what? Yeah. Seriously, go there now. Go if you're going to be in the Portland area, or you can figure out how to get there. Because you, we're not—you don't have to live there. You could—you could fly, walk, take mm-hmm. a plane, scooter, whatever you need, and go, go go to curiouscomedy.org and get your tickets now. Yes. And speaking of tickets, did you know that you can still catch up and see the sexy liberal show that we did in live in Los Angeles by <gasps> pay per view? You can still watch it, Francis. Even if you couldn't that night. That's right. That's right. Go to sexyliberal.com and just go ahead and get your life, get your vibe, get your joy on. Because I'm going to tell you something. Let me tell you something. That show was good. 
it was, was really good. Show. It was really, 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 really good. Like, and we don't we don't normally say this. That's because right. Because it's, it's not considered what is it, humble? Mm-hmm. Everybody rocked it so hard that Rockin' had to get rockier. That's I'm just right. Singing. That's right, baby. And always join us for the third hour of the Stephanie Miller Show every Friday for Fridays with Frangela. Thanks. That's right. And um, this will be after. You probably hear this after we're on this week. But um, Francis, I'm just warning you now. There's a lot of triggering material um, that Stephanie has. Oh, I, I, I think you weren't able to listen this morning. And I'm just Mm-mm. telling you that I'm not ready. I'm not ready. The W2F Herschel pile is deep. Oh, geez. Oh, geez. It's deep. Well, you know why it's deep? Because of our first story. Biden says election denial, intimidation, threaten democracy. President Biden warned that American democracy is, quote, under threat as former President Donald Trump's big lie about election fraud fuels voter intimidation and election deniers ahead of next week's midterms elections. I, I think it's important in a Michael Beschloss kind of way for me to say this mm-hmm. um, as somebody with a history degree from the University right, of Michigan. Right, 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 that, that people will write about this. Understand that on November 2nd of this year, the current president, Joseph Biden, had to give a speech. He felt he had to give a speech about protecting democracy from the former president of the United States of America. And, and let's even, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go dive deeper into that. And he is, has accomplished uh, uh, accomplices. That's from right. The, within the government. This is the problem. We have cancer in our political discourse. And all I can think of, you see, because I am not a politician, is to address it how I would address it as uh, if I had cancer in my body. That's right. Or if if there was a cancerous situation that, my, say, my child was in. That's right. The first thing you would do is make sure you had a correct diagnosis. The second thing you would do is get all the information you could. And the third thing I do. The third thing would be to excise that motherfucker. motherfucker. There the, I said it. There we go. There I said you it. You excise the fucking cancer. And then you and then you do all the diagnostics mm. and mm-hmm. all of the things and all of the self-care to prevent it from coming back. You create you make you make the host not a viable option for the cancer. You drive the cancer out so that it can't, it can find no safe harbor. That's right. It can find no place to grow and flourish in your body or your loved ones or in your country. And this is the problem. And I know what I got to welcome our white brothers and sisters to the fight who have some of whom who haven't been in it before, but what we've been telling you since reconstruction was ended was that the police departments that the all of the mechanisms of justice in our country are heavily infected with white nationalists we have been saying it we have been told they're good cops without anybody being able to look at the systemic problem of the fact that there are people who are actively against the laws of this country who are in office to protect the laws of this country who are literally this is what my problem is deeply angela who are literally at the same time saying you can't trust the election system that's right uh and that's right and, and but but you could uh, but we gonna trust it when i win 
I, Francis. I, but we gonna, we can mm, only trust it, Carrie mm, Lake. Rich, when you win. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Can I tell you how? And I know that Officer Fanon. Oh no, um, I know that he voted inappropriately at different points in his life. I'm oh, aware God. of this. I'm yes. aware of his journey, his his journey. And I, but I support this brother. And when he called Carrie Lake a piece of shit on Nicole Wallace, my heart sang a beautiful mm-hmm. song. Um, because it, it's time that we stop. We've let the we've let a, mem, a lot of people in the media talk about um, obfuscation, prevarication. Use every word but the word lie. We've yeah. allowed them to use every word but the word domestic terrorists and 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 insurrection and treason. And we've allowed them to to do to do that for way too long. And there have been many who have who have also called it out the entire time. It's time that we start calling shit shit. That's right. It's because, a piece of shit. Because they I'm are shit. I'm going to tell you what the problem is because we have been too nice and it's been too long. And and I have to say that because of it, this is the thing. Being surprised of our own resentment of our experience Mm -hmm. is because we have allowed it to happen to us. Ooh, 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 the truth is too much. The truth is too much because here's the problem. It's in our personal lives too. This is the problem. We have just talked about this on another podcast about a cartoon that we had, Hey Moni. When I tell you, the, the idea people allow you to, people will treat you the way you allow them to. All day is, long. Is, is a lesson that I had seen, my heart at it has is having to learn every single day and be clear as a nation that when we, I resent and regret my, I regret my own behavior on mocking and not taking seriously the anti-vaxxers mm-hmm. of, of, of making fun of Jenny McCarthy, even if it wasn't publicly in my head wildly mm-hmm. um, and not addressing them, not, for, and I'm not saying I may be past the point of holding workshops as Francis, I, we may both be past the point of maybe you're not, but I, I, I don't know if I'm in a place structurally as Angela V. Sheldon mm-hmm. where I can, where I can listen to garbage and, and try to work through it. Well, I have don't... to leave that to my kinder, more patient brothers and sisters right now, but what I can do is organize to fight it. That's right. This is where I find my alignment right now. I find my alignment and my glory and my and my calm, if you, even if you will, in the uh, throwing my energy into the passionate fires. Thank you. Against this bullshit. That mm-hmm. elevates me. That Thank brings you. up my vibe. Thank that you. electrocutes me into a place of action mm-hmm. versus wanting to sit here and feel like every defeat, every, or, defeat yeah. every article is Ooh. talking about Ooh. every article that how the Democrats how they got it they're wrong about they talking about abortionists of ab- ab- abortions and how that's hey, no, the it's the economy no it's, it's abortions. economy fuck that motherfuckers we know what the problem is I'm sorry to be cussing so hard I was trying not to do that we know what the problem is the problem is that these people are fascists and all of that flows from that the issue we can talk about this binary eyed concept of everything that if you talk about this you're not talking about that we're talking about all of it. it is fundamentally do you believe in democracy fundamentally do you believe in somebody's right to hunt, control their own body and their own life that is all it's all related it's all to have access continuum. to this economy That's, thank you angela it's all on the same continuum to act as if 
Abortion isn't on the continuum of it's not an economic issue. Economic issue is bullshit. Thank and you, Andrea you Mitchell. I'm so sick of her Francis. I'm so sick of her. I'm so fucking sick of her. Do not let these people take your enthusiasm. Do not let these people convince you that that we are the minority. We are the majority. I want you to remember our marches. I want you to remember and understand that we just don't engage. What we don't do is get violent. What we don't do is start shit. Uh, hey, let me tell you something. As a great country singer said, I, I, I don't start stuff, but I can tell you how it's going to end. Yeah. And let yeah. me tell you how it's going to end. Let Frangela tell you how it's going to end. We all are going to vote our asses off. We already are. And we are not going to crumble when they cry and scream as those votes get tabulated over the next days. No. We are not going to. They're going to go out here and they're going to try to start shit. Let them. Let them get arrested. Let them do their due. But what we're going to do what we're going to do is change this country and solidify our democracy, not let it be torn asunder by a bunch of motherfucking idiots. Are yeah. you kidding me? You, you mean to tell me we got to listen to Kevin McCarthy oh, talk about Biden's speeches, quote unquote, dividing the nation instead of uniting Are it? you kidding me? Are you kidding? After all the things that Donald Trump me? did, how dare you? I mean, here's the thing. I don't know if Kevin McCarthy's mom is still alive. I don't know. But what I do know is if you are, girl, you need to go correct that. I, I know it's a post-adult. It's a very hard correct, but it needs a reset. McCarthy, everybody needs a hard reset. I, I find bricks work, but that's me. <laughs> and I'm not advocating that at all because that would be wrong. That's right. Um, but I am telling you that we cannot, don't allow these people to take away your enthusiasm because what they're doing, it, Andrea Mitchell at all, what they're doing is they're trying to make it seem like there's some sort of game here or contest. It's not a game. It's our lives. There's yes. nothing. There's no game being played here. This and is they're depressing the vote. They're trying they're to depress the vote. But you they're can't depress the, the vote. vote. You can't depress the vote. Let me tell you what you can't do. You can't depress black people. This country has been trying its ass off for near five centuries and hasn't been able to depress black people. That's so let right. me tell you, you just find the black people near you. Now you be careful because there are some pretenders. That's right. And we're going to talk about them. You know what? Uh, speaking of the economy, the Fed hikes interest rates 0.75%, which means if you're looking to buy a fucking house right now, you're going to be paying out of your fucking nose. All right. So put that house back on the shelf. If you were even, because I, at this don't point, even, don't even look, put, turn your eyes towards it. It's, it's, you know, I think the reality here is I don't, while I don't understand all the mechanisms at work, what I do know is that they are trying <laughs> to do what they can to stave off a, a, an economic, a, a, you know, a definitive recession. recession. Yes. And I think given, I think what people, you know, and I get sick of people like Andrea Mitchell, not acknowledging the fact that somehow through a global pandemic, we didn't all die. And I remember saying to a good friend of ours when she was very, uh, understand we were all like, none of us could work. Um, rent was due, utilities, all that. We're sitting here and she's like, oh my God, what are we going to do? I'm, I'm going to get evicted. And I said to her, and I felt it in my bones. I was like, they can't evict all of us. Something's yeah. going to happen because we are, we, we, you can't have two thirds of the more than ninety nine percent of the country be uh, be evicted. You just can't. So they're going to have to do something. But understand, I believe that, and I could believe that because we had Democrats in office. Yep. 
Had it been Mitch McConnell, had it been Trump, had it been any of these motherfuckers again, where would we be in an economic collapse that was continuing? That's right. The only thing I thought Obama, if you saw him at any, he's been campaigning harder than he was ever for himself. Bless his heart. At one of, I think it was in Detroit. He said the Republicans have one answer to every problem. If if an asteroid was headed towards this planet right now and going to crash into us and destroy the planet, and you ask the Republicans, the GOP, what their plan was to stop it, they'd say, decrease taxes on the wealthy. Mm -hmm. Because that's all they got. That's the only answer they got. That's That's the only plan they got. (laughs) That's the only people they pay. Here's the thing. What what we continuously, and I know if you're listening to this podcast, you know this. Republicans only take care of their masters. We are not their masters. Nope. Nope. Okay. Whatever you may have thought of this party before, however many times you might have thought that they were the the, the party of economic conservatism or some sort of you know control on the economy, they are not that now. No, no longer. I don't believe they ever were, but but they are definitely not that now. And what you what you should understand is that all they have done, and this is way before Trump, Mitch McConnell, way before the Tea Party, is the second they got a black president, they became the party of obstructionism. They yep. haven't done a fucking thing except say no to shit and give rich people tax breaks. That's it. And take rights away from women. Well, that that they couldn't manage until right right about now, but it took them a really long time. The idea that a president that didn't gain and never has won the popular vote, put three Supreme Court justices on, should tell you all you need to know about the problems with the structural problems with the Supreme Court. Which makes me have to go jump to this other story, Angela. I'm I'm so irritated by this. Trump lawyers view Justice Thomas as, quote, only chance to block election certification. Emails published by Politico indicate that former President Donald Trump's lawyers believe that an emergency appeal to Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas was their only, quote, chance to block certification of Trump's 2020 election loss in Georgia. Let me stop the fuck right here. Mm. Somebody go find Jenny Thomas. Thank you. Thank you. This is not a coinky dink. No. The bitch was on the phone. She was sending texts to the White House. Why do we continuously allow this to happen? Why? Francis, let let you let you or I be in the car with somebody who has a warrant for something that we were never we didn't even know when it happened and see what would happen to us. We would get dragged into the police station. We would they would try to find some way to charge us along with them. How are you going? And that's just for being near the person. We get, they have, they know this woman's an activist in the in a, te- a domestic terrorist plot to overtake this country and deny a free and fair election. I, I'm sick of them acting like it wasn't anything else. That's exactly what it was. It's not she didn't trust the election. She believes in lie that she was actively engaged in a plot. A motherfucking husband. Thank you. Thank you. Why we acting like this shit didn't go down? Thank you. And let me tell you something. Every time, Francis will tell you, my least favorite argument is you can't, we can't do that. We can do whatever the fuck we want. This document was written by human beings. This wasn't handed down from some overlords. Human beings who, by the way, owned slaves. They weren't exactly the greatest bunch of guys. I'm telling you, we can do whatever we need to do. This document was set up from the beginning to be amended. If we need to put into the Constitution an amendment that the Supreme Court has to hold by some sort of standards of behavior, we can do that. I'm not saying things happen overnight or that it won't be easy and then people won't come at me with the baby best and baby. I'm telling you, 
stop with the, I know all the no's. I'm yep. not a no bitch. We are yes and motherfuckers, okay? Yes and. How can we get to where we need to go together? That is the place where we need to be. Speaking of where we need to go, leading House Democrat questions Capitol Police about attack on Pelosi's husband. What I don't understand is there is a camera trained on her back door. Thank you. The feed is coming in. Thank you. How come ain't nobody watching it? She is the most threatened public official we have outside of they've said Barack Obama, which should tell you all you need to know about these people. But the most threatened. We're not talking about not that anybody's safety is unimportant. Not even of course AOC. everybody's safety. That's Same. what I'm saying. You my assumption has always been that they got somebody on the squad and Pelosi's the second in line right after the vice president to the succession, which by the way, was in danger on January 6th. Yeah. So explain recently. So I do, I have been shocked. What did we say the second we found out about this attack was I, what I, the first words out of my mouth were, why isn't anybody watching her house? That's right. Because whether or not she's in it, it's a place that you know she gonna be. It's so a target. That's what I'm saying. So I'm like, I don't know, understand. Even if you don't have security detail on her, which by the way, we do for some reason still pay for security details on all the Trumplet, Trumpets and shit. If, if, if we have to follow around Don Jr., Eric, and, and, and those stupid idiots, Ivanka, are you? Why aren't we following Paul Pelosi? Like she's currently the Speaker of the House. Like I don't like. Uh, to me, the cancer is everywhere, and everywhere. that is not that's not a dereliction of duty in my mind. That's a planned a planned decision to not care about. Yep, and to not defend. Yep, absolutely. A member of our government, a very important member of our government. We'll be right back after these messages. You voted. I did. You protested. Again. You postcarded. So many Sundays. You posted on social media. Got some likes. And you're still reeling from all the terrible news. Yeah, but what else can I do? I'm Kelly. I'm Lila. And we're going to help you figure that out. Each week, we'll interview people on the front lines of political action about the things they actually did to take action what got them started, who helped them along the way, and what they do differently if they had it to do all over again. And in the process, we'll give you concrete advice about how to take the leap from freaking out on Twitter to making a difference. Follow What Can I Do wherever you listen to podcasts or tune in on whatcanidopodcast.com. Welcome back. Witnesses say Oath Keepers founder urged Trump to stay in power by force. <laughs> just take, I just need that, that headline to soak into our consciousness That's right. and our bones. Let's take apart the sentence. Can we, if we, Please. if we can for a moment, Oath we? Keepers founder, the Oath Keepers, a white nationalist ter- domestic terrorist organization that organizes acts of violence against this government in the hopes of overthrowing it for a white ethno state. Mm-hmm. So domestic terrorists, Stuart Rhodes, urged then President Donald Trump, which means he had direct contact. And that's what you, I'm saying too. You you can't urge in your sleep. You can't right. urge. I can sit here and urge all I want, everybody, but ain't nobody gonna do shit. My dogs don't even listen to my urge. Here. What? So, so are you trying to tell me that he could telepathically 
connect to Donald Trump in the White House? No, because you have to have a telepathic and they don't okay. have no tellers. They oh, don't okay. have no brains. Thank you. I just want I just want to make sure that I'm working. You're understanding. In... We're on the same wavelength because we got tellers. What I'm telling you is you cannot urge without having context. So understand that a domestic terrorist was in direct contact with a president yes. while they were the president. That's right. So friendly direct contact. Trump wouldn't run no undercover sting in the no. Oath He's a part of them. He is an Oath Keeper. And I need people to understand that even if his ethnicity has exactly one member himself, he is an Oath Keeper. That's and right. The idea that there is anything else at work here, that you can separate out this domestic terrorist plot from white nationalism in some way and racism, you absolutely cannot. But understand that that alone, he shouldn't have even... Francis, I'm looking back fondly at the days where you in blackface could get you thrown out of office. Girl, let me tell you, this is my thing. How is it that that motherfucker was allowed to still be in the office, sitting up in the office the day of on January 6th? How come they didn't come in there and throw cuffs on his ass right then and there for trying to overthrow the government of the United States? Would it be okay if Barack Obama had been talking to Al Qaeda or, no. or if George W had been talking to Al Qaeda? Would it be okay? Like, like I understand that's who these people are. Here's the thing. You know, the president, uh, Donald Trump tried to stay in power by force with the help of a paramilitary organization. Okay. The Oath Keepers. It's the same shit as Hitler's brown shirts. It is a group outside the government that wants to take over the government. Why we refuse and are not calling it what it is. It's it's my disgust about it, Angela. I'm disgusted. No, and, I, and I'm infuriated by when you think about how the, the good men and women of the FBI have treated civil rights organizations and leaders like Dr. Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., how they have done infiltrated, tried to destroy those groups for decades. But somehow the Oath Keepers, Proud Boys, Bundy Ranch motherfuckers can have open, just open meetings with- uh, They get to flourish. Thank you. Thank you. I've had it. I've had it. And I can't with the, I will not suffer one moment of both sidesism. No. Because what you ain't never seen, what you ain't never seen is a group of black people rush the Capitol. You ain't never fucking seen that. Okay. Let's get to this discussion real quick about Twitter. Are we leaving Twitter, y'all, or are we staying? Please write us at frangela08 at gmail.com and let us know what you think. I am sincerely, Francis, you know, I'm sincerely torn. Mm -hmm. I'm at like a 50.04% or whatever to to leave, you know, um, and a 49.96 to stay. You know, it's, it's, for me, I go, this is the, the issue I have is number one, it's, it's, it's as much as it is a space where we sort of in, interact with or try to interact with and message out the public, it's not a public space. No. It is in fact a private company that generates income and it generates income for now somebody who is actively trying to destroy our nation and our democracy and who supports a white ethno state in my Absolutely. opinion. Absolutely. You know so why- that is my, that is where I, I understand reaching our people i understand not being scared i understand all those things that's where my that's my glitch just to give you a little bit of a backstory on why elon musk bought twitter 
I heard this uh, podcast that they they did a deep dive on it. Apparently, he liked some group, some some site called the um, what's it called, the Babylon Bee, mm-hmm. and it's a right wing kind of onion, and they got kicked off of Twitter, and it he literally got a bee in his fucking bonnet about, it mm-hmm. and said I should buy Twitter. That's what that's what prompted this. Yeah. What's the the fucking Babylon? I'm like, give him the this control, the control of this space. Of this space. This is my problem. This is not a public space. I think that it's different. What when we're discussing it on online on Twitter when um people were saying, well, you know, that is uh, you know, this is a space that's public and that, you know, you're stifling it and it's the same thing as, you know, whatever. Like I'm like, it's not because there's a difference between me standing out on a corner or wherever and talking to people and me being on a site that actually does generate income that's right for 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 this person who then uses his income to do these things and that that is i need to ask people because i am not because it also does leaving cuts us off that's right and let me tell you something 30 some thousand people who are not that that's right what's happened in the last since he's bought it um, we've lost 400 followers because mm-hmm. there are people, including Shonda Rhimes and Stephen King, who are leaving the, of the platform because of Elon Musk. And then also he plans to charge people who have a blue check. Mark. There's no way. I'm going to tell you something. That's not going to happen. The very last line of the article that you sent me about it this morning, mm-hmm. the very last line is, we'll see if this happens. That's yeah. the, the mad I'll read to the end. It's not going to happen because people aren't going to do it. The whole point of having a blue check, if you open it up, you can buy it. There's no point in having it. Exactly. exactly. So like that to me would be, that to me is why are we here? Well, because now we can be, you know, there's no guarantee that we are, we are who we say we are. It's not, it's in no way safe. Not that it's, it, it already has issues. And you know, for me, I look at this and I go, this is his bat and ball now. It's not, it's not our bat and ball. That's right. It never and was. It's a, it never was. But here's the thing. At least we had the illusion. Well, but I'm not down with illusion. Well, that's what I'm saying. The illusion of the of 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 having some ownership of the space, right? Well, I think it's the Before same thing. Before he Facebook. came along. Yeah. You know, the, I remember uh, Andrea um, uh, Papalardo said it, I think, really well when Facebook, when we first, a few years ago, whatever it was, where people were really like, Facebook is a problem, algorithms, and then, uh, and people started to leave in drops. I've never liked it, as you know, because I, if it I wasn't wanted for you, you, no, if you wanted to know, if I wanted you to know where I am, you'd know how to reach me. So that, you know, but. But for people who really, and it's a lot of people, obviously, who really liked it, the idea was that the the sale, what was being sold was you, was never the products, was never, was always your information. Well, that's always social media. That's what I'm saying, but that is the illusion. The illusion is that it's about something else. Right. And I think that for us and for a lot of commentators and pundits and for organizing, when I think of what Twitter meant for people organizing in in China and in in other places, it it has been these things platforms not really China but you know what I'm saying the um oh the spring oh f- fuck me. Arab Spring hey thank you Arab Spring <laughs> um like that that these platforms have been useful I don't know if they will if it will continue to be with this right. person at the head of it and I also I sincerely have an ethical issue with participating in fund generating in this directive away absolutely which is why you will never even if if I had the money when I have the money I will not be getting a Tesla I will not no. be supporting that even though I think it is a brilliant car it is it's a great really 
brilliant vehicle, uh, but no. But Elon I can't, can't give have him my money. money. He can't but have the my thing money. is, he's having it right now, every day, twenty four hours, every minute on Twitter, and that that bothers me. And so I, so, while I don't, you know, and I don't want to. It's this is about me and my. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm not telling anybody else what to do, right? Or judging anybody else. And, and I want to pull this up too, as well, which is some people need to stay on Twitter for professional reasons mm-hmm. because because. That is their access to their audience. You know, I gotta say that, but we use, you know, I have a problem with how, with misuse of words. Need is a complicated concept. It is. It you is. don't need to do anything like no. that. You don't, you don't need have to be on to. Twitter. You don't, you don't have, have to. to. It's a choice to. And that's that choice, the choice to leave it would would absolutely impact our income, would absolutely impact and, and other people, many other people's income. But that is a choice. You yeah. always, hey, I believe you always have a choice. Yes. Man, search for meeting Victor Frankel. You always have a choice. And so they may not be choices you like. You know, the options may not be things you like, but that doesn't mean that they aren't options. And that is our final word. And now it's time for emails, emails. Time to go get your emails. Um, we want to read this uh, email from, which one do you want to do here? Here, let's go with the first one here. Let's okay. see. It says, uh, this is from Bree or Bri, B. Bree, uh, probably. Bree, yes, yeah, I think too. Hi, Frangela. Maybe. This is this is Bridget, aka the T-shirt lady. Yay. It was a pleasure meeting you at the Sexy Liberal tour. I was happy that you love the design of the T-shirt. She, guys, she made the best manager fast food expectations T-shirt. Oh my god, it's gorgeous! It's amazing. It's gorgeous. We're gonna get them. We're gonna get this going. Yes, she says I have some other ideas brewing for the Pussy Union shirt. If you mm. missed the show, you gotta see it. Go and, get it. Um, more than happy to work with you on other designs. Ooh, girl, Bridget, we gonna do it, girl. We love you, Bridget. Thank you very much. Ooh, and, and what you gonna say, Angel? Resistance. Oh yes, and now it's time for resistance <laughs> wrap up. Look, get out there and vote. If you know somebody who's who's scared or you're not so sure they're gonna show up, go get them. Drive them. Get an Uber. Get on the bus. Do what you gotta do. And if you encounter problems or you're afraid of that, we want you to one of the hot, a number that you should know is the Election Protection Hotline. That's eight six six our vote. That's eight six 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 eight seven eight six eight three. You can also go to aclu.org to figure out what is legal voter intimidation. What can you do to prepare for anybody getting in your way to stop it and to report it if it happens. I'm Francis Callier. I'm Angela V. Shelton. We are Frangela. Thank you so much for listening to The Final Word. 